New motto, they're fun, deal with it. I do every day. Here's Gatos and Chad. Thank you, Becky Lynn. You're Appreciate welcome. that. I know you don't matter. We'll have a new one tomorrow. She doesn't really believe it, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> you guys are annoying, and I've been put in this time slot with you, and I don't understand why I'm being punished. All right, let's talk about this six-year-old kid. Uh, this story, it gets... We, did we just talk about him yesterday? Yes. This story We talked gets, about him trying to burn... His teacher alive. His teacher alive. All right, let's take you back, okay? okay. Six-year-old, a couple, couple weeks ago in Virginia, decides... I'm going to I'm going to shoot my teacher and he did. Now when we heard about that story we're like, well of course this had to be an accident. He's 6. No, nope, not an accident. He actually planned it. Did it on purpose. That's what the authorities said. That that got even more strange. Then we found out his parents were going to school with him every day and sitting with him in class every day. And then we found out, oh, by the way, the day that he shot his teacher who lived, thank God, and boy, is she suing. We'll tell you in a second. Uh, the day that he shot his teacher, they actually checked his backpack. Yeah. Now, why did you check the backpack? Did you know that he was going there to was do this? rumblings that he was going to be doing something. And this was, what, the only day they left, right, where they weren't with him. This is the only day the parents said, you know what, let's let him try to go to school by himself. That didn't work out real well. No. Then we, then we found out yesterday... Not only did he do this on purpose, it, shooting her, the teacher wasn't his first option. He wanted to burn her alive and watch her die. This is a oh, six-year-old. And then today, we find out the school knew he wanted to do something. We also found out, I think they had, uh, we found out that the teacher had texted her family the day of and said, She was worried. I don't know what's happening. The six-year-old is frightening me. There are rumors and people are talking about, you know, how he wants to kill me. So I'm just I'm letting my family know uh, I'm a little worried about this. Now, some of this is, again, you know, we're hearing stuff, but they said three times kids and other uh, kids and other teachers had talked to administrators that day Mm -hmm. saying that this child was going to do something. He had shown the gun, I guess, to two kids, threatened one of the kids to beat up who was terrified and the administrator being solid and I'm sure protected by the union said, ah, don't worry about it. The day's almost over. We'll just get through it. Oh, what do you think they have to settle with her for? Millions. Uh, Absolutely. As they should. So almost three weeks after this six-year-old shot a teacher we're finding all this stuff out about how really screwed up this kid is you know his parents they locked the gun up well how do you get the gun i have no idea he wanted to burn a human being alive at six and watch them die he had locked them in the classroom locked them out of the classroom he had kids scrambling at other times underneath desk he did nothing a nut job school did nothing and it's it's horrible to say that but that's the reality of it it's the school's fault for allowing him to return to class uh i i keep going back to they thought well he's six he can't do something this diabolical and they were wrong but this school put the teacher at risk and every single kid in that class at risk Mm mm-hmm that's not the only lawsuit coming. Think of the trauma the teacher has, okay? Not only the medical bills, not only getting shot in the chest, okay? Uh, not only, you know, after getting shot in the chest, getting all those kids out to safety while this kid still had a gun. Think about the trauma that the children saw. Yeah. They're going through after they saw him shoot the teacher. That's not going away anytime no, soon. No, 
and have other six-year-olds in that classroom that saw something they should never see. Zero empathy from what people are saying that this kid had. He was dangerous. On the, he terrified the kids on the playground. He was, everybody knew he was trouble. Why he was back in that school, right. why he was there at all is mind-boggling, but it shows you that they were, for whatever, maybe they are trying to, well, equity and inclusion, we don't want to, uh, we can't do that, we can't throw it away. No, and the parents, how in God's name or were you being told by the school the only way for you to get more help is to continue to put the kid in school so we could evaluate him, and was that, because I'm sure that's going to come out. Yeah, um, so on the day of 11.30 in the morning, there was someone there that informed the administrator that the six-year-old had threatened to beat up another child. Yes. They didn't remove the student. They did not call security. They didn't do any of that. 1230, another teacher told the administrator she believed the student had put a gun in his pocket and went out to recess. The administrator downplayed the possibility, responding that the boy had little pockets, couldn't fit a gun in there. Shortly after one o'clock, a third teacher told administrators that another child um, was crying and fearful and informed the teacher that this six-year-old showed him a gun at recess and threatened to shoot him. Yeah. If he told anybody. A fourth employee then asked the administration for permission to search the boy. That was denied. And the teacher was shot an hour later. I I don't know, man. I mean, I know we're playing Monday morning quarterback on this, but like if if someone tells me that a six year old is going to do it, I think my first thing is, is to not believe that it's going to happen because he's six. But when four people come up to you and they're talking about a gun, beating people up, wanting to burn my teacher alive, uh, you have to take it seriously. Yeah. The, the minute a child says they want to kill somebody, oh, you need gosh. to take that seriously. In today's world, when do we get this way? Mm. And why is it? Is it because he's a six-year-old? Is there more a touchy-feely thing out here? In, I think in, he's in, too young. To, they think he's too young to ever that, do something that's not, like this. That's not, my little brother got suspended for, for, for doing one of these things. Uh, little gun, put, the little finger gun. Finger gun. Thing. So you're uh, telling me no, at the Cal same age. California? Yeah. Okay. Same thing here, though, Virginia. Big time when it comes to unions. So what? What? what is it that allowed this person to continue to come to school in a day and age where we're worried about shootings and worried about all this stuff? He's six. And it's not a kid who's thinking, ah, I'm doing that kind of thing, which is we all know is stupid if you suspend a kid for doing that. This is a kid who threatened to burn people alive, who has other kids terrified, who has locked their teachers in and out. He's done numerous things. This was not a one-off. Right. Right. I even remember doing a story years ago. There was a boy that got suspended from school because he had a Pop-Tart. And he chewed it into what looked like a gun. I remember. He, he kind of chewed the outside part of it and was joking around and kind of made it look a little bit like a gun. And they got the kid out of class. But you have a kid who actually brings a gun, shows it to people. They do nothing. You've got a kid who goes to class. His parents have to be there with him all day. And then four teachers say something, and the administration did nothing in the school. And, boy, this teacher is going to win a lot. Uh, not win. It's going to sue for a lot of money. And she deserves every, every bit Absolutely, of it. Absolutely, 100%. Every bit of it. It's just, it's crazy to think that there's a six-year-old out there that acts like Damien.
I mean, honestly, it's a scary it's hard thing to believe. It's hard to believe. It is a scary thing that there is some human being that is at a point in their life where at six years old, they have zero feelings. And, and sometimes you got to say, you know, we look around. I know we want to be, because I was reading something like Mother Jones was talking about, no, we need to give him love. And I, that's great, but you don't need to do it around other people. I'm not saying you throw the six-year-old in jail and never talk to the kid again. No. But you know what you do? You pull his but rear end out of class. you may have to one day say, this hey. kid should never see the light of day. Sure. Oh, yeah. Because the minute we yeah. let him out, he's going to go do something well, Of course. Of course. They have but to figure that out. You, but what you don't do at this point in time is, nothing. is allow him to run wild, mm. knowing full well that he is going to cause problems. It's incredible. And now, now what are you going to do? Well, you're going to pay out tens of millions of dollars to not just this teacher, to others as well. And they haven't been back to school mm. for a month. Um, we'll keep our eye on the story. It gets crazier every day. I don't know what we're going to find out tomorrow, but it'll be... It'll be strange. Coming yes, up, it will. Uh, coming up next, uh, will we see another housing crash in the Valley similar to 2008? Guess who's saying that's going to happen? We'll talk about it next. Are we going to see 2008 again? That's the big worry because Goldman Sachs came out today and they predicted several cities across America and Phoenix is one of them that we could see a 25% drop in housing prices. Mm. Uh, Is it a possibility? Yeah. But, and they predicted, here's the thing, they predicted Phoenix. They're not saying some will, some other cities outside of Phoenix are going to have the same issue, but Phoenix and the metro area, yeah. Goldman Sachs says the declines will be comparable to what was seen during the Great Recession, when home prices fell around 27%. All right. Uh, That's a lie. They crashed worse than that. Phoenix, San Diego, Austin, and San Jose. Yeah. All places, by the way, right. which Californians gravitated to in... Large numbers, right? And bought houses for cash and ran up prices. Your house, if you're not moving, and your house was worth four hundred thousand last week, and it's worth three fifty now, you don't care. Mm. You don't Who care. Who are the people that care? Uh, if you're trying to sell your home, that's an issue potentially because you'll have to take. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to take take a loss. But much like you know, and I brought this up with the guys earlier. Uh, I said, here's the thing: mm. is it a 25% drop in the value, or is it a 25% come back to earth to what it's really correction. probably worth? A correction. Because, like, uh, what's Median his, home price, 475 yeah, in Phoenix, yeah, right? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, uh, Elon Musk, when he was talking about Tesla, he yeah. said, Tesla's not worth what it's worth. We're not more valuable than all the other car companies in the world put together. Yeah. The, the People bought the future. That's a lot of what's happening. The reason it's not going to crash like that is because it's not going to stay down there if it does. Some places, some things were probably overpriced. And some people, but they bought cash. They bought it for cash. They're not worried about it. The other thing that's going to happen is we're still going to have how many people moving here? We talked about the other where They say 9 million people in the next umpteen years are going to move here. Uh, we're not building that many homes that fast. Well, first of all, I don't think it's going to be 08. No. Uh, no. Second of all, the, the we have healthy banks now. Because back then there were mortgages that were given to people uh, that shouldn't have been given. Yeah, we you had make twelve the, bucks an hour. Well, I say you made one hundred and fifty dollars an hour, and guess what? Here's a here's a seven hundred thousand dollar home. Right, that is not sustainable. And many people bought 
interest rates were so low that their payments are still extremely affordable. Right. There's not a big balloon payment coming for a lot of people. Right. Interest rates are up right now. But if you uh, if you got into a house 2022 and before, your interest rate is super low. Yeah. Right. But if you're going to try and get in a house now, it's what, five or six percent? And, and, and maybe it was three before. Yeah. And here's the okay. other side of it. A lot of people, I mean, if you think about it, like my mom always said, man, seven percent. I would have loved that when I bought this house. I bought I bought it for ten and a half percent. I thought I got a great deal back in the day. Yeah. I don't think we're going through 08 again. Everybody says, well, not everybody. Some people say we're already in a recession. Some people say the recession is coming. Um, but first of all, we've got we still, you know, I have a low unemployment. There are a lot of jobs out there still. Um, People that have purchased homes have purchased homes with the intention of staying them, and they can afford yeah. the home and the payment every single month. The picture that goes in my head about 08 is people getting laid off in droves. Yes. And then when you, you know, all of a sudden you go home and, well, your neighbor isn't there anymore. They've just left the house. Foreclosed. They just left. They bailed. Uh, and I just don't see that happening. I feel like the economy in Arizona particularly is good. Ducey did a good job on the economy. Uh, what does uh, Governor Hobbs have to do? Kind of just keep that ball rolling. That's and it. that seems don't like just let she's going to do that. Let it do its own thing. Right? And that's it. She's not asking for drastic changes uh, in, in Arizona's economy. Not that I see. Not yet. Possible, but not yet. Yeah. But we don't have... The perfect storm of banks that are close to being insolvent because they gave away too much trying to say, you know, and now they're homeowners when they don't want to be homeowners as a bank. You've got uh, we we don't have that. Are we going to have a slowdown? Possibly. OK, but a house, the median pr- price for house doesn't need to be 475 in Phoenix. No. no. OK, so what will that drop to? That's just it. Yeah. You now there are people out there that. They paid four seventy five for house. It's really worth three seventy five. And now they're You're underwater. planning on moving. Okay, uh, but maybe you paid cash. The rates are so low. You're not really worried about it. I don't think we're going to see foreclosures everywhere. Mm. Uh, I, I I just don't feel that. But I yeah, I think it's just coming back into to to line with the market. All right, uh, Frank Powell, president of the uh, San Diego Association of Realtors. Here's what he says: No way, close to two thousand eight. That's that's. My professional opinion. He says the economic indicators just aren't there. As far as like mortgage payments and interest rates, most people are locked in at a decent rate. They're paying for it. He does expect home prices to come down and the market to stabilize itself, but doesn't foresee a crash. I sell houses daily. I go in people's houses daily. I look at mortgage rates daily. So I have my hand on the pulse and I don't see that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't either. I slow down. Absolutely. Because not everything doesn't last forever. Everything lasts until it can't last anymore. It'll have a pull down. We'll reconfigure ourselves. We'll get our sea legs, find out some more stuff from the federal side of stuff. And then we'll start to move forward again. And if you overpaid for your house, but you still can afford your payment Hmm. and you weren't planning on leaving. Well, there you go. And what if you want to buy a house right now? Might be a good time. Might be a good time. And people say it's not a good time because the interest rates. I think spring's going to be a good time. I think spring is going to be a good time too. You know. So I think if you look at it, you're like, okay, uh, who knows what's going to happen with the housing? I, I don't know. The, Goldman Sachs is saying four markets: San Jose, Austin, uh, San Diego, and Phoenix. But a 25 percent pullback 
from an overpriced home doesn't mean you're 20, you know, it doesn't mean it's collapsed. Right. It's just, you know, your neighbor paid 280 for yours. You paid 400 for theirs. Theirs is still worth 300. Yours is worth 300. Yours has come down, but it hasn't gone to a dollar. But if there's a, let's say there's a house out there that you want to buy and it's 400,000. We'll just use that. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you going to buy that house now? Get the interest rate, which might be a little bit high. See, I think that's the smart move. What I wouldn't do is I wouldn't wait two years. That $400,000 house is most likely in a couple of years going to be more than that. Yeah. Then you're paying more for a, for a house. Absolutely. You can always buy the $400,000 house, get the interest rate, and then you refi the interest rate. And the interest rate go. is still good. It still may good. feel crazy because we're like, oh, but a year ago was 2.875. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's still really affordable mm. and more affordable than actually renting. When you think about it, I mean, how many people are paying, you'd be paying, you know, you're paying 2000 now when you'd be paying $1,800 for a house payment. Yep. All right. Uh, coming up next, uh, I, I know this is going to sound weird. I had a, a, a strange flashback today when this news story popped up. We'll talk about it next. Busted. The Gators and Chad Show, afternoons. All right. I had a strange flashback today. You did? Yeah. So stop doing drugs, man. That's what happens doing, is you take some of these oh, mushrooms, Becky Lynn, and then years later, there's some that. sort of whoa. What just, is that about? Let me tell you something. Do you guys see the pink giant giraffe? I've never, <laughs> I've never done a single drug in my entire life. Well, me either. Not, not a single drug. You've never had a drink no, in your life. No, can't say that. But <laughs> I can't I, say I, that. But me me Becky either. <laughs> uh, but I had a, I had a weird flashback today. Uh, I was remembering uh, the time. That I was in the newsroom, this is many years ago, and all of a sudden we got the word about Michael Jackson. And that there were, there were, uh, and I'll tell you why in a second, that ambulance and cops and they were at the Neverland Ranch and we're like, oh my gosh, that, that looks scary. And then obviously he died. I got the flashback today because that's, part of that happened to Britney Spears today. Uh, obviously, she's fine, but it was a weird story because all of a sudden we hear uh, she uh, deleted her Instagram. And I think most of us are like, I don't care. OK, I get it. But the cops showed up at her house. Yeah. The ambulance showed up at her house. They did a wellness check on her. Now, I know Jacko, that wasn't a wellness check. That was an, oh, crap, he's dying. Yeah. Check. Yeah. OK, that was uh, too much propofol. Right. No <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt about it. But. For Britney Spears, I mean, you know, I, I don't see this all the time. I hear it all the time that she is spiraling out of control. Well, you can see it. You can see it. I mean, you go to like Twitter or something and you'll see like a little glimpse of it. She's and you don't see this on Twitter, but she's not wearing clothes. She is in front of a camera. Big fan. But still. And, but uh, she's talking about like the craziest. It stuff. doesn't sound right. And you're looking at her and you're saying. Somebody needs to help her. So I had like that fl- that weird flashback. But did we of- not talk about the fact that everybody went after her dad and family? Yeah. She's evil and bad. They're evil and bad. They're doing horrible things. They're like, you guys don't understand. Her ex-boyfriend said, you guys, she's got a lot of problems. You guys don't understand. People close to her said you don't understand. But the fans wanted it. I felt there was a push from the social media world and all this stuff. And oh, so they freed her. And everybody said, this is going to be a nightmare. And lo and behold... It's a nightmare. It is is an absolute nightmare. And you feel sad because you're watching a human being melt down. Self-destruct. And anytime Kevin Federline gets the kids and you don't, 
Yeah. We should have a conversation. That's right. And when kids do what? Mom, stop showing everybody your hoo-ha. Mom, stop posing everywhere because I'm 14 and my friends are 14 and they're looking at you. Mom, and no. Okay, so is it a chemical imbalance? Is it anxiety? Is it depression? Is it she's taking drugs? I don't know the answer, but for them to do, for like the authorities to do a wellness check on her, that's creepy because I got to tell you, I don't. I don't think based anybody, on what well, based fans. on Instagram and fans. is that can I can I say this is that really a bad thing? I mean, in this day and age, if if you are a star like that in your Instagram, you just take it offline. It, I don't know the fir, What's the first thing you think, Britney? What's the first thing you think, Becky Lynn? Britney Spears takes Instagram. She deletes it. What do you think? Well, you know, she's got to be thinking something. Why would she take this drastic something's of wrong. a move? So something's, something's wrong. wrong. Especially when you have Nervous millions of breakdown. Losing, losing it, or the second thing is, and I came up with this sounds horrible, but you know you're already going kind of uh, heavy on the nudity. She's going to set up like an OnlyFans because she's just out there. I, I don't. But so she did it for money today. It's possible. Or was it a cry for help? Maybe a cry for help. Right. Wouldn't be the first time. No. 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 I think she's been crying for help for years, and I don't know why she hasn't gotten it. Well, because I think when they were trying to do the right thing, uh, it, they got told they were being bad, yeah. and that's what ends up happening. A little, Unsettling. Yeah. All right, Becky Lynn, take it away. You've got Arizona's Evening News. I'll Don't see you tomorrow. Don't blow it. Don't blow it, Becky Lynn. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs>